Jenny Hudson is quite the most remarkable person. She lived for horses, she worked with horses, she trained eventers, she has ridden all her life. She used to combine this with working in the film industry. She would regularly be going to all the festivals and she specialised in finding locations for films. She had a, a fall and you'll hear about this in the podcast. She has not let this control her life. She has turned her whole focus into making life better for other people. Jenny's husband, Richard, is a builder and at the end of their garden they've built a facility for people with all kinds of abilities and I went along one evening for a momentous event where Jenny had invited all the local osteopaths and physiotherapists that she knew or knew of to hear Louis Martinelli who specialises in physiotherapy using an exoskeleton. Jenny has to travel all the way to Winchester which is a six hour round trip for her to use this exoskeleton. Louis told me that there are only two of these in use in the whole country. hers if they failed or were retiring. I had one, my, one of my favourite horses. He was called Roger. He was just the most beautiful Munnings horse. Such a character. So I did the Melton Ride on him, which were these enormous blackthorn hedges at four and a half miles over cross country. And everyone's advice was just keep out of trouble. The first ten fences are carnage. Just keep out of trouble. And luckily this horse was so sensible and controlled so we just picked our way through. There must have been 12 fallers at the first three fences. He was just magic, so he would just, and he loved it. And we just, the first big hedge, you just think, I don't know what's on the other side, but we just need to jump it. I was at the buckle end coming down, thinking, Christ, we're gonna land soon. And then the last big hedge, which was about four from home, so we'd done four and a half miles. I got brought down by somebody rolled underneath us and, and tripped us up. I was fine. No, I was fine. We we landed very gently on somebody else. I don't think she wasn't in great shape, but yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, it's getting a little bit worn out. <laughs> oh, God. 
first time I met her, I was employing her to run an event in the Cannes Film Festival, and she had pulled a ligament. She, in fact, it was her Achilles tendon. She pulled her Achilles tendon. She didn't tell me, so I've just got to go to the hospital for a bit. And she carried on with her leg in plaster. <laughs> she's that kind of person. <laughs> Amazing. So she's the right person in a way that for this to happen. So, you know, as it were. Anyone's going to be able to take it on and challenge, push the boundaries, it's going to be Jenny. Also willing to take a risk, willing to push herself as far as she possibly can, I would say. OK, I'm having to run to keep up. Are you so sorry? <laughs> yes. I know, this is very good for me. Dylan, sorry my little friend Dylan, age nine, yeah. he doesn't like the word disabled, we're wheelchair users. Okay, that's good. So I said, okay Dylan, I'll, I'll go with that one. <laughs> so that was, that was his preference. So I think disabled is a horrible word. So I was literally out on a hack on a youngster and then he just had bronked and bucked me off. Pheasant flew up, he thought it was quite fun to bronk and he was just bucked and bucked until he got me off and I just hit the ground wrong. Legs were sort of planted in the ground, nothing worked. Nothing hurt particularly but nothing really worked. So I thought the best thing is you just got to lie still and wait. So the ambulance came and I thought that's fat lot of good that's going to do because I'm in the middle of a plant field. So then the air ambulance came. I had meetings at Pinewood um, so I just said Richard just can you just call David and say this is what's happened and I'm not going to make the meetings at Pinewood. I wasn't in any pain at all. It was just all a bit confusing because the helicopter's incredibly small. But they were lovely and everyone was lovely and it's very much, you get a lot of names. So you've got, my name is Joe, and I'm just going to touch you here and I'm just, I'm going to move you here and it's, so you get all these names. My name's, sad, you know, so and they'd obviously given me something by the stage and I do remember distinctly a doctor, surgeon, I don't know who he was, um, said you've severed your spinal cord you'll never walk again and he said that really early on and I thought oh, stupid man doesn't know what he's talking about so that was my first reaction and just really a bit numb not really taking much of it in they gave me a morphine button so you're pretty high you know, I thought I was in a lighthouse I thought I was on a helicopter I th you know, all sorts of it was, it was pretty grim that whole first month. I was looking for Yeah, Maud. Rich, I think Maud has gone and peed on the bed in there. Oh, oh. yeah. I was in high dependency for six weeks because I broke my back in three places, broke my shoulder, broke my neck. So I was in a brace and my lungs collapsed because I punctured the lung and then they punctured the nut. So they both, so I had really, the worst bit was I struggled breathing. Couldn't speak because I had the tracheotomy. So everything was written. But it was quite hilarious. I had this this lovely South American um, doctor who looked very ER. Always had this permanent stubble. Certain times of the evening, early evening, I'd have real problems with getting enough oxygen in. So I was on a ventilator and things. And he used to come and sort me out. And then about after I did, it must have been towards the end of the six weeks I was in. He says came up and he said, "You're going to have to start sorting this out yourself because I'm not going to be around all the time." And you think, oh, okay, yeah, perhaps you're not, okay, but pull myself together. And then I got this very jolly hockey sticks physiotherapist who just said, right, we need to get rid of this gunk and decide. And that was the turning point when I then came off the vent. Yeah, and then as you got better, the NHS care got worse. You know, it got less. Yeah, there's, there are various stages. You know, you wanted to get the food tube out of your nose and you wanted to get into a wheelchair. You wanted to be able to sit up. You wanted to... Very small goals, but it was just... You're not the sort of person who lets anything defeat you, are you? 
Well, hopefully not, because it's also the people around you, you know. It's, I mean, you do sometimes feel very sorry for yourself, but then you think it's the only thing to take the people around you down. And Rich has been so fantastic and so supportive. Um, you know, it would be awful for him if I'm down and moody and yeah. pissed off. And I do get pissed off, it's, you know, I, but it's, it's what it is, so you just have to get on with it. Lily's great. He is a very calm person, which is great, and um, and also is prepared just to give things a go, which is quite rare to find. Someone that will just say it might fail, but let's just give it a go and see how we can. And he's just pushing the box of it, just trying to trying things out and just seeing if they work. Standing and stepping something like this can be beneficial for various things depending what their aims are, but sometimes it's circulation of the, the lower limbs, sometimes it's blood pressure management, sometimes it's muscle tone or managing spasms. Then you have someone, I guess like Jenny, where you wouldn't, from here and you wouldn't expect her to be up on her feet again necessarily, um, but through her determination rehab, she's able to use this and other bits of equipment to help her stand possibly take one or two steps, those sorts of things. And that's the sort of exciting part of exploring someone's activity that then this is ideal for, because we tend to have three or four therapists otherwise, you know, hands-on trying to get people standing and stepping. It can just be me and this, and this has got so many adaptations to it, that you can tailor a session to the individual. So I first got in the exoskeleton at, in rehab, but I only got to use it twice. And I wasn't, I suppose, aware. I, I was aware that it would keep me strong, but it hadn't clicked on that actually what it could do. So then I thought about it. Well, actually, I think what I need to do now is walk. I need to, to really get my body to remember what it has to do. Because if the, the very least it will do is really good exercise, because you're upright, your organs are getting a proper sort of stretch and your back and everything. The idea of an exoskeleton is it is the form of a skeleton that goes externally around the body. So in a sense it's got two calipers that are the, the legs, motors for the knees and the hips, um, a backpack that has batteries either side and a hand control at the back where you can vary all the settings. Um, so in a sense like a backpack with legs on it. It was surprisingly easy. I was quite worried that I would be a bit, I might get dizzy. I mean I stand up quite a lot because I've got a stand up chair. But actually when I got in it, it was just so nice and easy to walk. Um, and you just feel your body enjoying it. You know, you just feel that stretch. You're in a correct position. You're not having to hold yourself up. So now press the button three times. And Louis just and a lovely man. And he's always there on the back okay, if anything see. happened. When you first did, Jenny, did it feel okay? Did you feel safe? Did you feel worried? Never felt very safe. And it felt great. The first setting we go on is where I get to be really bossy, so I get to press the buttons, the motors are doing everything, and Jenny's job is to relax and go with it, with the idea that she's trying to feel the movements required. Right step. This way. Step. This way. I tend to get down too much, I know. So Jenny was doing that smoothly, and she was following my cues, which was excellent, so the challenge now was to go on a setting where Jenny could dictate the steps. 
So when you first do this, it's not always that smooth if someone's not scoring particularly well. Turn to the right. And left step coming now. And he's, he's lovely because you get, he'll, so we did a sort of month of walking and being correct. And then after about, I think it was two months, he said, let's just try this. I don't know where it's, how it's going to go. Because it has two functions. It has a support function and a walking function. So he turned the walking function off. And I had a person each side moving my legs. And you just have to go with the flow. The long story cut short, it's, my legs started to twig. And so they would actually start doing their own steps. And now I can do entire lengths with the machine turned off, with my legs walking. And it's a proper workout, but he always, let's just move the goalposts and try this. Uh, you know, so we'll try with crutches, we'll try with poles, we'll just sort of try, try different things. So this is a setting where now we're affecting what the motors are doing and to see whether Jenny could control movement through her pelvis or through her hips. So Jenny, you'll hear a click in a moment, that'll be the motors switching off a bit. I think a couple of times my legs have just sagged and, but he's there to pick up, but he'll try and make me do it first. So rather than just jump at it. But sometimes I think he has to be a bit alert and just a bit. He said sometimes his heart jumps when I'm sort of, I take a big step or I do a, a sort of ministry of silly steps. And, and it's, it's getting that balance of not trying too hard um, and just but trying hard enough to make it work. So if you overdo it, the whole body is, whoa. But you know, my, my legs spasm and kick about like mad. Good. From there, we then thought, well, let's see if Jenny can swing her legs. So we went on a setting where the motor switched off. We'd see if Jenny can swing. Initially, she couldn't, so Joe would be helping out. But since then, Jenny's progressed and been able to swing her legs. Oh, well done. I'll do the rest. Over to you. Can you come back? 
Can you straighten your... Can I help? That's what I'm being made of. Very good. Sorry, thank you for doing those. I did that on purpose, just to show you. Yeah, so there, is a, there is a button I can press. There is a button I can press, and I would press it after a few seconds. Um, but if Jenny can then find her feet in a sense, that's... Can you straighten the right now, Jenny? Can you come on to the right? Aren't you exhausted? You're not. Jenny usually does about an hour. hour. The sessions are an hour and a half, and Jenny's on her feet for a good hour of that. Really? So, um, Oh, sorry. And that was Jenny staring to go out here again, so I think we're going out here every day. Round the pool back. She's tired, but not exhausted. You know, she's, her legs are just immensely strong and fit because she'd never stopped. You know, she usually fights over here, all sorts of debt-bearing things. The other day she was walking up and down in the pool on a Zimmer frame with some weights on her ankles. Uh, just trying to get about. There's immense strength there. Just can't control it at the moment, that's the problem. And as Jenny gets better at walking, the spasms seem to get worse. So the signal is getting through there, doing something. After four years, you're not going to remember how to walk. So the exoskeleton is brilliant. So just keep on reminding you all the time. And you know, hopefully the signal might be creeping through the injury. It might be rerouting around the side. And it's starting and doing it. And you, we just, you don't know whether it'll stop here and go no further or whether she will be able to walk one day. Jen's uh, first visit to Stoke Mandeville, which she's meant to do annually, she sat with the, the doctor and she said her exact words with, don't ruin your life by trying to walk again. Because they, can't, they haven't got the equipment, they haven't got the Louis in this world to do it. They just send people home, put them in a bungalow, put them in a wheelchair, make them play sport, make them amazing at something, but not walk. Jenny doesn't want to be amazing at something, she wants to walk. <laughs>